Pod is brought to you by Under Thunder Garments. Under Thunder Garments are a unique combination of buffalo sinew and goat cream that allows your underwear to be more of a soothing, comforting, holding presence where you can't tell the difference between your underwear and your skin. It comes in three different sizes and three different levels of warming between fall, winter, and Yukon. I have to say, I've been using Under Thunder garments for two months now. I got two pairs thinking that, okay, I'll give this a try. Honest, I am now up to 40 pairs. I will go through several pairs in a day, depending on my mood. That's how much I love Under Thunder garments. Ryan, you, you've also jumped on the Under Thunder garments train, is that correct? I have tried out a couple pairs, and uh, I have to say I have never felt so supported in my entire life. It is. Life. That's the right word, supported. Yeah, I feel like I'm being taken care of by my underwear. It feels like it's a family member. Absolutely. But one that I actually want to see every day. And that's why you should join the Under Thunder family. Get your first pair for just a $9.99 per month subscription. Go to underthunder.com. That's underthunder.com. Dot com. Make your underwear thunderwear. And here's the show. Hello and welcome to One Nation Under Pod. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. I am Ryan Fefferman. And we have an amazing show for you today. So much happening in politics today. We're going to be going over attack ads. People are heating up. And I know that we always say that about primary season, but this is like a, this is like a Benihana, what I'm seeing out there. So we're going to be going over all of that. And then we have an amazing interview with the candidate Oda Pak Garrett. We're going to be talking to her about giants. We're going to be talking to her about spells. We're going to be talking to her about what it's like to be a candidate. So stick around for that. Uh, before we get started, I just want to make sure that everyone is clued into our push the vote, not just push the vote, shove the vote campaign, getting everyone registered to vote. I'm proud to say that since we started this campaign last week, we have registered 55,000 voters in 64 states. So get on that train, go to vote411.org and vote.gov and get registered to vote. So, uh, all right, Ryan, um, seems like we're in the primary season and everything's pretty calm, would you say? Uh, far from it, actually. I would say I have never seen so many attack ads this early in a cycle before, and I am really, really curious if this is going to end up backfiring for a ton of candidates and turning voters against the very people that are trying to get their votes. And that's the thing that people don't always understand about attack ads. You think that you go out there and it's just, I'm smearing my candidate, it's going to make me look good, but that can backfire fast. When we were on our first Kerry O'Connor campaign back in 04, I remember we had this perfect attack ad that went right for the jugular on, on our mm -hmm. opponent's uh, transportation policy. And it was good. It was crisp. It was clean. I wrote the copy and it blew up in our face. And that's how we lost yeah. Samoa. Yeah. I remember people did not like the fact that we implied that the, the opposition candidate was going to be literally putting voters under his bus. No. 
people thought we people thought we went too far. I thought it was a strong message, clearly highlighted the differences in their transportation policies. Uh, in a similar vein, Jay Farkey, candidate in the in the race right now, his own dog released an attack ad against him. <sighs> And frankly, I feel like it's going too far. Who puts up someone's dog to put out an ad against their very owner? I mean, I, I will say I do remember uh, Reagan doing that in 84. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you remember that election, but it paid off. Oh, yeah, it's true. That's true, but times have changed. Times have changed. I feel like people have a different sensitivity nowadays. They want to see a, a family pet getting along with their owner. They, you know, I, I get it. I get it that the cat people came out and endorsed Farky, but I feel like going after the dog is it's simply a, a pet too far. If you and you know, and when I first saw it, I thought it was effective. But then I started looking at the dog's numbers, you know, on Rasmussen, and the dog is tanking. I mean, his 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 negatives right now are, are in the toilet, which you think you'd want to be for a dog, but no, not right now. Francis, the number one thing anybody wants from the family dog is loyalty. And if you can't get that from your own dog, you're not going to get it from a cat. Okay, no, no offense to cats, maybe maybe out there in the listening audience. Uh, you know what, speaking, speaking of animals, I do also want to say I saw a pretty disturbing attack ad against Alligator Cowboy. The other day, what a group is asking a group is uh, there's an attack ad against Alligator Cowboy, another candidate in this race, asking, won't they eat all the cows? Now, I don't know if the cow lobby is behind this. I haven't I haven't dug that deep. Hmm, yet, do you think the cow, like do you think is, the cow lobby could be behind this? I don't know. Should we get our uh, encyclopedia of politics brown on this case? Look, I don't want to cast dispersions. All right. I don't want to cast dispersions, but clearly someone is pulling the strings here because why would a cowboy eat all their own cows? A cowboy is supposed to protect cows. And sure, it's it's maybe uh, unusual for an alligator to be in that role, but I, I just don't think it's fair. And I think, again, I think it could backfire with voters. You know, this comes back down to, to just two words. Citizens united. You know? Oh, my God, of course. We, when I was on the O'Connor campaign... I remember hearing that and thinking, this is going to ruin everything. Because as soon, the moment the Supreme Court decided that, we were getting flooded with calls from the cow lobby, the llama lobby, the skink lobby, everyone saying, oh, here, run our ad, run our ad. And it's tempting, Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, yeah. We almost did it. We almost did it. But O'Connor kept their head high, stayed out of the mud, stayed out of the muck. I feel like that was a campaign that we could all be proud of. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's why you don't see his numbers in the toilet these days. <laughs> you know, speaking of proud, I actually felt a little bit of pride. Uh, Kaylee Girlbaus. Kaylee Girlbaus, a very young candidate who released an attack ad attacking attack ads. You know, it's, it's easy to get jaded in this business. It's easy to oh, just man. say everyone out there is just a, a piece of shit including me. I've had those nights. Yeah. You know, I'm, oh, you and me both. I'm three Michelob ultras in and I'm feeling like, why did I even get in here? How do I look at myself in the mirror every morning? You know, how am I going to go home tomorrow to my wife and our newborn? But uh-huh. then you see something like this, a little girl who's sticking her neck out there. I'm sure she yeah. had every, every consultant in the business telling her, don't do this. Oh my God. No, 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 no. You're, you're going to kill yourself here. You got to go after right. these guys. You got to say that pineapple is a, is, a, is, a, is a piece of shit apple. 
You know, mm-hmm. you got to tear these people down. But she didn't. No, stayed on the high road, attacking the very concept of an attack ad. And I feel like it makes a powerful statement. Yeah. I think she's going to win over a lot of voters with this, especially in the southern states. Famously, southerners hate uh, attack ads unless the attack ads themselves are being attacked by a little girl. We saw that in our first campaign. In oh, my God. That girl tore us to shreds. Yeah. Changed the race. She changed the whole race. Yeah. Changed the whole race. That girl grew up to be Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. No one, None of us saw no, it coming. not at all. But uh, should have stayed in politics. Yeah. And so I don't know. What's your uh, what's your eagle eye view now of how the race is looking? Well, I know we're going to have uh, we're going to have Pac Garrick on, on with us a little bit later. And I don't want to I don't want to I don't wanna say that, you know, I don't think Pac's surging ahead. But frankly, I'm hearing a lot of talk about Girl Boss. I've heard nothing but Girl Boss, Girl Boss, Girl Boss. <laughs> Uh, in the news as a result of this uh, anti-attack attack ad. And so I feel like she's she's riding a wave right now. Now, obviously, there's a lot of time between now and November. Anything could happen. Could be an October surprise. We could find out she's actually not a little girl. I'm not saying she isn't. I'm just saying we've learned stranger things about candidates before. So I feel like leading into the primary, she is really looking pretty strong. Jay Farkey? Jay Farkey might as well pack it up and call it a day, right? When your own dog is attacking you and all you have to fall back on is the cat lobby and uh, trans, uh, I believe he, he also got endorsed by a, um, a transportation advocate. There was a, uh, uh, a teleportation doctor. Advocate. Oh, excuse me, a teleportation advocate. Thank you very much. Uh, teleportation advocate. I don't feel like it's enough. I don't feel like there's enough people for whom teleportation is really going to resonate as an issue. And I feel like, Farky, it's time to uh, go home and make peace with his dog. I, I think you're correct on the teleportation issue. But my God, it just science rearing its voice and trying to be heard in this environment. Amen. You know, I've just been mm-hmm. waiting because it's just nattering on about, you know, oh, how are we going to get the economy breathing to the next day? And it's great to hear someone thinking about long term. That's what America's been missing, I want to say, in these mm. past five years is just a bold long term vision that doesn't shun science, but embraces it. Why don't we have green cities? Why don't we have marijuana malls? Why don't we have light rails that can take us to Canada and beyond? You know, I'll tell you why, Francis, these things don't pull well. They do not hit voters at an, an emotional gut level. Are they do they, they not they hit pull the brain. well or are they not advocated well? Just going to I'll just leave that there. Fabulous point. Yeah. But, you know, I got to say the way I'm kind of looking for the guy I'm keeping my eye on. Richard Cream Jr. Wouldn't Ooh. expect it. Wouldn't have expected it when he came uh-huh. out early on but he's been he's been standing stall and he's he's hitting that sweet spot between the attack ads and the self-promotion where uh-huh. he's a guy who's telling you that you know i can stand firm you know people can throw stuff at me and and you know some of it might bounce back but i'm gonna be right here with my smile he's it's, it's like it's like if someone mixed reagan and clinton in a vat you know <laughs> great great name recognition got a winning smile i feel like it's just uh it's like a shot of optimism and sunshine injected into a race which is frankly all too often for my taste going pretty pretty dirty pretty negative yeah. pretty down in the yeah. muck yeah oh <laughs> only one more month to go <laughs> <sighs>
Anything could happen, folks. All right. Well, please stick with us because coming up, we are going to have a spectacular interview with Oda Pak Garrick. So stand by. One Nation Under Pod is brought to you by HotMattress.com. Ryan, Ryan, how's your hot mattress doing? Prince, I'm going to be honest with you. When I first heard the idea behind HotMattress.com and thought, oh, okay, it's a mattress that makes me sweat out toxins in my sleep, it was ridiculous. Who would want to sleep on a hot mattress? Well, let me tell you, I am two weeks into this thing, and I have never slept better in my life. I got mine two nights ago. And Jeraniah, when I brought it in, said, what on earth is this thing? Where is it going to go? You know, because it, it, it comes in that that delivery container that's just like two foot by two foot. Mm-hmm. And when you zip it open, it's literally like a bang, like a like a like an, like an airbag. Boom. Just spat. Right yeah, it actually uh, one of our wedding pictures got embedded in the wall. But oh. after we calmed things down and got things settled, I got to say, I woke up the next morning a new man. And, and you know, you think, okay, 20 minutes every morning, 25 minutes to wring out the mattress and then wash it before reuse. Oh, do I have time for that in my day? But you know what? You do it while you're, uh, you, you do it while you're maybe you listen to the radio, do it while you're listening to this podcast. It doesn't really take that long, especially when you follow the really simple drying instructions. It's only 10 steps, folks. And then your mattress is ready to use again within 12 to 48 yeah. hours. 25 minutes. What's that? That's like a that's like a, a bowl of cereal and a half. You know, just think of it that way. <laughs> uh, you, you've got time. And, and trust me, with the way it's going to make you feel, you're going to want to make that time. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Get those toxins out. Get sweating. Head over to hotmattress.com. Uh, don't forget to use the offer code One Nation Underpod coupon i believe is the whole thing it's one nation under pod dash, dash, coupon. dash coupon one is capitalized and pod capitalized. is capitalized uh, yes but that's it so so put that in get that code and get yourself sweating on a mattress Back, uh, we are here with Oda Pak Garrick, candidate for the Rock Party. Welcome to the Pod Pak. Hello, oh my goodness! Hello, Francis. Hello, Ryan. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. It's my first ever podcast. Oh, we're, we are honored. We're honored to have you, Pak. <laughs> I'm honored to be here. So, so Pac, I think our listeners are uh, know a lot of the the big details about you. You're a gnome. You're 250 years old. You can do magic. Oh, spells. you flatter me. 250. I'm 274. <laughs> oh, 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 exclusive, exclusive to the pod. Wow. News right here, folks. Well, <laughs> take that, Politico. You don't look a day over 200, if I may say. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate it, you flatterers. So, Pac, why don't you give us just a, a 
give us the major bullet points here on on your campaign. What, what are the things that you're arguing for? Yes, absolutely. I am a big proponent of families. If you know, I am a, a mother of five. My my children are um, they are Larilla and Ellie Jobel and Warren and Eldon and Zook. You may have seen my my two twins, uh, Eldon and Zook. They they've come over to this world. Um, and my grandkids, I have twelve of them: Austin, Brina, Caramel. Body knock, Dimble, Donella, Nisha, Nix, Orin, Royan, Siba, and and Zana. Yes, so I am very I, I value family, and I was also a small businesswoman. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's funny because I'm small and I had a small business, so I like saying that I'm a small businesswoman. <laughs> And so I, I believe in, in paid family leave because, because people need to be able to support their families, both with the money that they make and with the, the love and support that they give to them. Wow. Wow. That is, that's, yeah. that's so great to hear. It is. I also, I, talk. So I also care about the environment because I've been living off the land for the past 18 years as a ranger. And if we don't have the environment, what do we have? This is our world. I, uh, I'm very lucky to have two worlds now. It's very exciting. I can go back and forth every now and then. Uh, but I won't do that if I'm in the White House. I know that I will stick around for four to eight years. I'm sorry, Bach. Now, uh, you bring that up, Pac, about coming back and forth between the worlds because... Uh, early on, there were some questions about whether your birth certificate was centered in this world or the other world. Do you want to address that? Oh, well, I I, I was born in Ibrith, which is not a part of this world, but I have recently been documented into this world. You do hit the constitutional requirements for president of the United States, though. Is that correct, Puck? Yes, I understand that there have been some changes this year. They've changed the age, the ages, and uh, I understand that they also have have opened it up because let's be honest, this America needs a little bit of help, and you take it wherever you can get it from. Huh. That's right, because there was a 125 year cap mm-hmm. at being president, mm-hmm. and now they've repealed yeah, they've that. Which is good to hear. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yes. Yeah. So. Puck, I want to ask you, you mentioned that you've, you've got a really uh, large family, a lot of kids, a lot of grandkids. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, though, what will you do for families with human children? How will your policies help help human families? Well, would I, I ask you this, Ryan, would paid family leave not be appropriate for human children? You know what? Maybe I didn't understand. You meant this for uh, human families as well. I'm sorry. Oh, yes. I was maybe making a few assumptions. And, you know, it's possible that voters are going to make some of these assumptions about you as well, you know, being a, a gnome. Uh, they might not understand that when when you talk about your policy positions, you actually mean them for human Americans. Yes. And here's another thing that people don't understand. Um I do not, my world is not just all gnomes. I come from a very diverse town. There were humans in my world as well. And there are, um, there are halflings, there are half orcs, there are elves, there are half elves. So my town was very diverse. And that's one thing that I really like about America. It is just as diverse. Well, maybe not as diverse because you don't have as, as, um, a diverse type of creatures and humanoids and beings as my world. But, you know, it's an adventure for me. I'm very excited to be here. Puck, at the at the risk of 
of sounding a little negative, I, I noticed there was one type of creature that you didn't mention, and that type of creature was actually the subject of a recent attack ad against you. Yes. What do you say to the yeah, wanna, yeah, what do you say to the giants who are listening out there? Do right you want to address that? Yes. Well, so typically I kill giants. Typically, typically I do kill giants, um, but only in my world. And it's funny you call it an attack ad. I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a nice little prank because I didn't know what those creatures were. I had never seen those creatures before. Uh, they seemed quite adorable. If I had met that giant dog, I would just give it a big old hug. Um, so, yeah, those giants don't exist in my world. So I mostly kill hill giants. Frost giants, fire giants, and stone giants. Now, of course, stone giants having a strong presence in Arizona, which is a state that you're going to need to pick up if you want to clinch this nomination. There's stone giants in Arizona? Oh, yeah. Red Rocks? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That area is mm -hmm. full, of, full of stone giants. And quite frankly, they do tend to vote in blocks. Oh, my goodness. Well... I will have to, um, I will have to refer to my good friend Elsa. So um, my friend Elsa is a storm giant. Um, she is the first giant that I have befriended. Um, she taught me giant. I, I know the language giant because of her. Um, and uh, I will have to consult with her to to get a better sense of how I feel about... I did not know. This is very shocking for me. I did not know that giants had made it into this world. I think that you all need to um, put some protection into place because this is a very, very serious danger um, that, that you all should be very aware of. But you said that you were your friends with a frost giant that you can not a frost giant, no, never a, a frost giant, oh, sorry, right, right, right. a storm giant. Storm giant, storm yes, giant. yes, yes, yes. Well, that could be useful. I feel like that's kind of a, you know, like a George and Kellyanne Conway situation, showing that you can work across the line. That's what people are looking for these days in Canada. Yes. Uh, did you see my endorsement video from from Elsa? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, did, Yes, you, you can check out our Instagram at pick underscore hawk underscore 2020. You can see my endorsement video from Elsa. She's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got to say, the fact that there are gnomes on Instagram and I'm still not, ugh, uh, not making uh, me feel good. Uh, <laughs> like I'm just a little, well, I was going to say I'm too old, but at 270, was it? Yeah. 274. You're making me yes. feel 280. Yes. Yeah, yeah make me feel like I'm 280 years old. Well, you know what you need. You need a Sherry Crabtree in your life. She got me the, the magic screen box so that I could connect to the, to the people more directly. Yes. That was when I really perked up and took notice of your campaign was when you poached Sherry Crabtree. Yes. That is one yes. of the top, uh, top political conciliaries I feel yeah. like you can get in this business. And when she came to your campaign, I thought this Pac is someone I need to start paying attention to. Yes, 
Yeah, she's this is great. like like a new like a new Paul Songus I'm seeing birthing right before my eyes. My gosh, she is a firecracker. I tell you what, and we just bonded over. Well, she was drinking. She was on her third whiskey shower, uh, and I I was you know having a glass of wine. I I like a red wine, um, and we just we just bonded over our life stories. It was fair. I told her about my you know my, the tragic loss of of my husband, um, and she she had just divorced her third husband so you know it was it was we, we really she said you know you have a captivating life story and she really encouraged me to run what do you say to people out there who claim that she's actually pulling the strings of this campaign and now listen this is a crazy rumor but yeah. I, we, we gotta bring <laughs> it up we gotta bring it up the idea yes. that if elected you are going to return to the land of gnomes and fairies and that she would actually assume your position in the white house there's no truth to that, right? No, 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 of course not. She does not want that at all. And I'm the I'm the adventurer. I I I came here as a part of an adventure, and I learned about this. And I said, "Wow, I could be the president of the United States." That sounds like the the, the greatest adventure of my life. It is. A great I would never. Yeah, yeah. I would not pass that up. You know, if I can give you one piece of advice is is never let that kind of gossip get in under your no. skin. I remember oh, no. on the O'Connor campaign when we brought in Brock Bauman yes. as our new campaign advisor. Yes. That's the first thing out of everyone's mouth. Oh, O'Connor doesn't know what they're talking right. about. This Bauman guy is going to be pulling the strings. Gonna take over. You know, he's going to be making sure that his energy campaign and that his uh, Department of Labor campaign are going to get it, it, it's a bunch of nuts. It's ridiculous. Yes. All right. It's ridiculous. I hate it to even it's, bring it's it a up. Bunch of, it's a bunch of gobbledygook that you can't get into your head. Right. You know what? I'm here to have fun. I like joking around. We're going to recent, we're soon, we're going to release a video of all my favorite jokes. So I'm really excited to share that with everyone. <laughs> and then, um, you know, the next thing that we're going to do is just make sure everyone knows that I'm here to have fun. Uh, I like to, I, I like all of the candidates. So, you know, if people don't vote for me, I understand because there's so many great choices, but I'm just here. If, if I'm the right pick for people, then I hope that they pick Pac. Well, I'll say this. Don't put all your best jokes in that video because you're going to want to save some for the Al Smith dinner. The Al Smith? Oh, does she like jokes? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got That's where you tell your best joke. Okay. Connor wants, oof. He was left with a stinker of a joke after he told all of his best on the campaign. Oh, no. You don't want that to happen to you. Okay. So keep your best one in your back pocket. Okay. I'd say that. that is or excellent back advice. tunic or whatever you've got going <laughs> Thank on. Thank you. Thank you so much Francis, for that advice. Uh, speaking of keeping one in the chamber, the old clock on the wall tells me it's about time to wrap things up. Do you have one last question you want to you wanna hit uh, Pac with here? I don't hit me too hard. I fight back. <laughs> oh. Uh, Okay, well, this is a question that we like to save for. Do we have time for our five questions, or uh, if we do them fast, yeah, why don't we do them? Uh, we'll do them lightning round style. All right, lightning round style. You ready for this, Pop? Ready. You ready to go fast? Yeah. All right, fire them off like those arrows I saw in the video. Okay. First question: What does our country need the most right now, and why is it DC statehood? Uh, yes, statehood, so that we can have more representation for everyone. All right, Ryan, you go next. All time. right, you just got a blank check from Congress to spend on one program. What is it? Oh, yes, paid, paid, paid family leave for a year. Paid family leave for a, a year. Love it. For both parents. If you could have anyone. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you could have anyone from history on your cabinet, anyone from history in our world or yours, 
on your cabinet, who would it be? <gasps> Garb, Gitter, Glitter Gold. He's the deity. He's the, the gnome deity. I think that he would be able just to glitter, glitter down the gold, show that we would never have uh, any problems without money. Hmm. Bold choice. That's a game changer. Bold choice. Speaking of games, Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? Jordan, Kobe, or LeBron? I don't. I don't know. They are they are they fighters? Are, All right. Are they... Final question. Back over to you. Okay. Francis. Good enough. Uh, and this is October. Pac, what's your favorite horror movie? Oh my goodness, the giant attacks! <laughs> well, that is certainly on brand. Pac, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you so yes. much for having me. This was so much fun. All right, everyone, check out Pac on her Instagram and on her website. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And while you're here, please feel free to check out our other shows on the Illibra Media Network. We're like pod your head uh pod the, the big pod with chris dodd and all those other great uh, shows uh ryan do you want to plug your solo podcast yeah uh you can check out evenings with ryan that's where uh i bring you into the world of just into the world of ryan fefferman sort of what i do when i'm not doing this maybe the books i read at least the books i have on my shelf uh i give you a guided tour of the things i have on my desk it's it's pretty interesting Check it out. That's on Tuesdays and Fridays. And again, register to vote. Vote411.org. Vote.gov. And stay tuned for more interviews with more candidates. Pick back. And signing off. She's Pac. I'm Francis Ford Coppola. And I'm Ryan Feverman. Good night, America. Good night. Bye-bye. Part of the Illiberal Media Network.